Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's a special day for us here at the Almost Famous Podcast. Ashley is flying all around the world right now because she was out in Los Angeles doing an event. And so I have two very special guests with me today who are going to help me break down The Golden Bachelor, my wife, Jessica, and the grandma, Nana. Hello, everybody. (laughs) She's not a grandma. She's a Nana. She's a Nana. Hello, Nana. Hi. (laughs) Uh, As we've done every week here, uh, it's been really fun. As we've watched The Golden Bachelor, we've had people come on, special guests, uh, that are within the age range of the people on the show, giving us their opinion on what they're watching, how they're feeling, how they're enjoying the Golden Bachelor. And then obviously uh, we've got Jessica here who likes to jump in now and again, a few times. And, you know, hon, I was telling everybody that you really have never watched a full season um, of The Bachelor, right? No, I've never watched the full original bachelor this is my first go around the golden one and you're loving it you're loving it we're watching it you're crying you're feeling all the feels like you're into it yes i just i really love gary i think he's such a sweet man i hope that he's being protected and cared for um i i've really been loving watching his journey and then nana 
you've seen every episode of The Golden Bachelor as well, right? Yes, I have. And just so everybody has an idea here, as they're about to listen to us break down this episode. Okay. What is your general thoughts on The Golden Bachelor so far? My my general thoughts is that I love it. Mm. It's um it's it feels a lot more real to me. Yeah. Um and I like that. And I think I think they're more real. Their emotions come out there and it, and it feels genuine. Yeah. And I didn't always feel that way about The Bachelor. I would yeah. agree. And I think that's the general consensus. I think that's why 11 million people are viewing this show. Uh, you know, I've been able to be around some some uh, people who are, are viewing the show and there's an emotion. In fact, Nana, I want to tell you this story. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was able to be a part of a watch party for the show. And I had a lady come up to me and she was in tears. Uh, and she said, uh, you know, I, I lost my husband a few years ago. And this is just get helping me like relate with that like second chance at love or wanting companionship or putting yourself out there, or taking these risks. And... Um, I was like, that's what this show used to be, maybe, when The Bachelor was really good back in the day. There was authentic and there's a genuineness. And now, I think The Golden Bachelor is kind of bringing that back that vibe of, of people being real, trying something new, attempting to find love. And, but if anything else, they're having a good time doing it. And so, I agree with you. I think this show is great. Well... Mm -hmm. We're, uh, we're going to dive into this episode. Uh, it kicks off. We're, we're uh, what, four, three, four episodes in uh, yes. to The Golden Bachelor. Uh, Gary uh, has kind of started off this episode. We're going to see more emotion out of Gary as the, the episodes progress. Uh, in this episode, he, the sneak peek, uh, he, we see Gary saying he hasn't felt this way since meeting his wife 40 years ago. And so Gary's getting in it. He's, he's feeling the feels. Uh, he's connecting with, with multiple women. And then the first scene of the episode is where we get a sneak peek at one of our favorite uh, Bachelor Nation alum, Bachelorette number one. Trista Sutter is on the show, uh, which I think is personally very cool because I know a lot of people in that room probably watched Trista during her journey to find love mm -hmm. on The Bachelorette. So, Nana, did you watch episode or season one of The Bachelorette? Do you remember remember Trista? No, absolutely. I don't. Okay. Well, that's fine. I do. I never watched her ep uh, season. However, she does live out here in Colorado as well. Uh, she is an incredible human. I was happy to see her on the show. And they're getting ready to play pickleball. So it's a group date here. Pickleball is, is the sport of choice. Gary's a big pickleball player back home. Uh, he prefers pickleball over every other hobby he has. Mm -hmm. um, some of these women look like they've played pickleball once or twice. We actually have somebody that instructs pickleball. Uh, this group date is set up where they're competing against each other uh, to see who the pickleball champion uh, may be. Now, fun date. Uh, not a lot goes on here. We don't even see a ton, really, uh, other than them hitting the ball back and forth. But there is something I wanted to bring up to the two of you. Uh, one of our favorites here at the Almost Famous Podcast, Sandra. Uh, Sandra, at this pickleball date, admits to Gary uh, that she is here on The Golden Bachelor. And as a result, she's missing her daughter's wedding. Love to hear your guys' reaction to that. What did you think? Um, 
it made me squirm a little bit, to be honest. It, it felt very awkward to me, but it might not feel awkward to everybody. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Jess, let's start with you. Um, Personally, I think that if, if my mom said that she was going on The Bachelor and it would interfere with my wedding, I would really sit down and talk with her about it. I'm sure that Sandra, Sandra did with her daughter as well. Just, I bet that they had a lot of conversations and they got on the same page. I know um, I had a friend who went pretty far in the bachelor process and she decided not to go through with it because she had a lot of friends weddings that year. So I think that it just kind of depends on the conversations that you have with people. I would, I would have a hard time with it. Um, but I just have to assume that they had a lot of really, really good conversations beforehand. I don't know that it made me squirm too, just a little, what do you think, Nana? Well, I think initially I, I felt like, you know, what you said, Jessica, that, oh, that's a little strange having had daughters that have gotten married, but when you get into the car, I mean, it's, it's her life and Obviously, she's got a wonderful relationship, as far as I'm concerned, with her daughter to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was great. Um, and and I admire her for it. So, do you admire Sandra or her daughter more? I admire Sandra for being able to say to her daughter, this is really what I want to do. And I admire her daughter for saying, Mom, if that's what you want, God knows her mother is old enough to know what she wants at this point in her life. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was, for me, it was fine. You know, I think there is the element there too, where a lot of the, like a general theme throughout the Golden Bachelor has been that not only Gary, but the women that came on the Golden Bachelor are. It, are making this decision to do something for themselves. Like they're taking mm -hmm. that step out there to do something new, exciting to shake life up a bit. And I, I'm, I admire that because I don't think a, probably a lot of these, these women especially have made that decision uh, many times here in the past where they've said, you know what? I want to do this. I'm going to do this. I know that things might get pushed aside and I know some of my responsibilities uh, and obligations in life might have to take a back seat, but but I want to give this a shot because I think it's worth it. And I do think that's something admirable. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's healthy in a lot of ways because I'm hoping every single woman who comes on this show leaves going, I'm glad I did it. Like if anything, I didn't end up with Gary, but I'm just glad I did it because it made me feel something new again. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. um, we kind of, uh, flash through then this group date and the cocktail party, we see a really great moment uh, with Ellen. Uh, and Ellen kind of has a, a high uh, or at least a very noticeable role in this episode. Uh, Ellen starts telling Gary, obviously, later on in the episode that she is starting to fall in love with him. Uh, she kind of has that twinkle in her eye. I believe it when she says it. Sometimes on this show, when you watch maybe The Bachelorette or Bachelor, somebody says this and you're like, I don't know if you really mean that. I think when these women say it, I think they mean it because they know what that feels like. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful moment between the two of them. But this is where I want to pause for for all of us here and talk about Gary for a second. I'd love to get you know Jess had already mentioned that she loves Gary. She really thinks he's a good dude. She's hoping somebody's protecting him and looking out for him on this show. <laughs> Nana, what is your thoughts about Gary? Um, 
you know, as you watch The Golden Bachelor? Well, initially, what, the first episode, I was kind of turned off because I didn't like the whole emotional start with crying and, you know, I felt like that, you know, that that was kind of, you know, that made women feel sorry for him. Mm, interesting. And that's really not, I would rather have seen something like, you know, I had a wonderful marriage. I love my wife and that's why I'm here. But that's me personally. That was the first episode. After that, and as I, as I got to try and understand him a little bit more, um, he's, he can't, comes across as much more genuine. And he has life experiences in back of him, which make all the difference in the world as far as I'm concerned. So at this point, I like him and I think, I think he's genuine. I felt really moved by that episode last night with Ellen. Um, I thought that was beautiful. I thought that they were both very sincere. Yeah. Hmm. I do think you're you're hitting on something there, Nana, that's interesting. Because I have felt, and maybe I've never even thought about it until you just said it, you know, we did start out with a lot of emotion. And every time Gary talked about uh, his late wife, there were tears. And he, he couldn't get the words out. Um, and he couldn't talk about it with any of the women. And we did see a lot of emotion initially from him. But I do feel like there was a pivot at some point during these last four episodes where he's able to speak about his, his late wife with love and respect and admiration, but speak about it now with a confidence of what could be in the future as well. And so at some point, um, I do think there was a turning point for him that maybe we don't even know when it happened. Uh, I would like to kind of point back maybe to when he first kind of started talking to Teresa in the diner and she shared her story as well, that something happened inside of him that made him feel like I can now continue on, um, still be emotional, but not be unable to speak about this in a way that's positive and uplifting. Uh, and, and so we've seen that more recently. We haven't seen the tears from Gary outside of when he has to say good, goodbye to somebody we haven't necessarily seen the tears when Gary shares his story. I think that's really great is when you get to a place of share with, that you can share your story with confidence. And I think we're seeing that out of Gary now. It feels a lot more genuine when he's saying goodbye to somebody to show the tears. I think that that's great. You know, it means he's made an attachment and he feels the loss. So th I, that's fine. I think it's much more appropriate. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. 
because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Diva Darce. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, so you're saying as as the seasons progressed, you have become uh, more of a fan of Gary, and that you are in. A, would you say you're in a place where, as you watch this show, you are hoping that he finds what he's looking for in the end? That you're rooting for Gary. Yes, and I and I think he will know when he finds it. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I think he'll, I think he'll know too. There, there's a depth and like you said, a life experience that does make me feel like Gary will know when he finds his one. Well, we, we really can't break down the golden bachelor at its current state without talking about the, the little drama. I'm going to call it little because it is very minor compared to what we usually see when we watch the bachelor or bachelorette, the little drama that's happening between Kathy and Teresa, 
Um, you know, Jess and I watched the episode last night. We uh, kind of spoke about where this was possibly coming from. Uh, Nana, uh, you know, as we mentioned, you uh, have friends in this age group. You oh, uh, yeah. understand this age group. So as you watch uh, this argument being played out where Kathy is upset that Teresa continues to speak about uh, her connection with Gary and, and Teresa is now confused that Kathy's upset because Teresa felt like all of them were doing it. Um, is this common in this age group? Are you watching this feeling like this is uh, this is odd to you? Uh, kind of wh- how do you feel about this whole whole situation? I don't. I don't think it's common. I think um, the the older you get, the more you realize what's really important. And um, I don't. You know, she obviously did not feel comfortable with herself. See, that's how, you know, I would interpret it. She's just not comfortable with herself. So she, she takes it out on somebody else, but you're saying Kathy, I think Kathy's not comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, but I think that Teresa was very genuine. Mm. Mm. I, I think, you know, she really didn't mean it viciously. Yeah. You know, I think she, she acted the way she, the way any of us would act. So I, you know, it's too bad. It's too bad that Kathy didn't feel more comfortable with herself to be able to deal with whatever was going on, but she didn't. So but I don't think it's common. I, I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's common. common. This isn't like a, this, this behavior, I guess, is not uh, something that when you're around your friends, this this kind of, I'll call it like cattiness, this, this kind of being jealous and upset, you don't feel like that happens as much. And as you said, as you get older, you begin to know what's important more. Right, right. Um, and maybe with a little confidence, she wouldn't have reacted the way she did. And, I, and that's what Jessica and I talked about last night was, you know, Teresa obviously has this great connection with Gary. Their relationship is going in a terrific direction. It feels like there's a lot... Uh, of potential for the two of them together. Uh, and Kathy maybe doesn't feel that. And so as a result, she's lashing out, trying to come yeah. up with excuses. Uh, it's interesting, Jess, I want to hear your opinion on this. In a lot of ways, the, the, when we watch The Bachelor, the same stuff happens. Um, and, and yes, maybe it's a little more uh, overblown. And yes, there's maybe it's a little harsher at times. There's maybe some screaming and yelling. Like that kind of stuff can go on. But at the, at the foundation of it, it's the same thing, right? Somebody's feeling uh, a lack of confidence. They're feeling maybe like they might be going home. They kind of put a target on the back of the person that is obviously has a connection with the lead. And it, it just never ends well either way. Where do you think this come from, comes from uh, as we kind of now talk about like your friend group or people that you know that have these same kind of conversations? Uh, why do you think this exists? I think, I mean, Nana's spot on. It, I think it just comes from a little bit of insecurity. Like I, even last night when we were watching, Kathy kept saying that a lot of other women had stronger connections than she did. So she's recognizing that and she's probably feeling super insecure. And when I feel like when guys feel insecure, a lot of times they do like, I mean, it's stereotypical, but they'll do something physical to like prove that they are better than whomever they'll like asked to compete in something they know they'll win in. And for women, we kind of tear down more with words where we're like, well, 
you should just zip it, which honestly, the fact that that got such like a um, visceral reaction from Gary when Teresa said that she told her to zip it, like, oh, I mean, my heart sore because zip it is like the kindest way to tell someone to be quiet. (laughs) And Gary, but Gary got so upset by it. And I'm like, wow, I feel like watching these people that have more life experience go through and go through something like this. We realize that as you get older, you um, are recognizing that treating everyone with the utmost respect is one of the most important things in life. And I think that that's why this, like, as you said, like this little piece of drama exploded because we're seeing these people not respect others. And that's a really, really big deal to this specific group. And I think that's really cool to see, um, especially as someone who's younger and who hears a lot of drama that's very insignificant, but gets a stronger reaction. Um yeah, I just, I feel like I'm learning a lot watching these people go through a very strange experience um, and the way that they're dealing with other people. Like the women in this house seem to really love each other and don't want, they want what's best for one another. And I know yeah. Nana and I have talked a lot about this, or we've talked about it before, where Nana said, these women know what they want. And so this competition thing with one another, I feel like we're not seeing as much. Mm. Explain that a little further. What do you mean by that? They know what they want, and so we don't see the competition. Nana is the one that brought it up. So, Nana, when you say that these women know what they want, is that just because they've they've loved before? A lot of them have had spouses. And so do you think that they're not as competitive with one another? I think that a big part of it is because they have – loved before they have experienced all kinds of emotions and each one their own separate different so so yeah i think that they could be very affectionate towards jerry and think that he's a great friend and all but they know in their heart whether or not this is this is the one i don't think you know I think that they just know. And so it doesn't bother them as much. They're happy for the other people because in their heart, they may be, this may not be. Um, So, you know, I think they take care of one another. And I think that's what happens as you get older. And Mm -hmm. I think we kind of see that, Nana. It's interesting. And uh, the parallels here. We see that same that that what you're talking about when they sit down uh, during Leslie's date, which we'll get into. But the the other women at the house are playing Never Have I Ever, which is is usually a very fun game. But if I ever played that, I would have never agreed to play that when I was on the show. And the reason is is because you couldn't be honest because there'd be a ton of judgment. So mm-hmm. say I was the one that was sitting there, and it's like, have you ever? Uh, kiss somebody else's husband or whatever that question was that feels like, whoa, that's obviously a big story. Something that's like fairly counter, very controversial, probably not a good season of your life, but she was honest. She said she had. Okay. And if we were doing this on the bachelor bachelorette, you would have seen interviews with all these women being like, I don't like that woman. Like she's a terrible human. She's this and this and this. And it would have been a lot of judgment and a lot of criticism. But in this situation, there was a lack of judgment. There was almost a laughter at like, hey, we've all had some life. Like we've all done things we're not proud of. Like 
I can't judge you for your mistakes because I don't want you judging me for mine. And, and I do think we almost see like a support during that game for each other because in my mind when, I, when they started playing Never Have I Ever, I was like, this is going to end terribly. Like somebody is going to get really mad. Somebody's going to get really upset. Somebody's going to feel really a, a lot of shame and guilt from this game. But they didn't. It ended fairly well other than Sandra having a bad stomach ache because she ate some ice cream. <laughs> I, I thought that was a great part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, just to see the, the honesty. Mm-hmm. The, and it was fun. It's fun. And to it see. was. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's humanizing. You know, I think oftentimes the younger generation looks at the people who are older than them uh, and they don't think, though, you know, the older generation has dealt with the same kind of stuff that we're dealing with today. And I think those moments humanize the older generation for, for all of us to watch and be like, you know what? They were young ones too. They made stupid decisions once too. They're human. They're not perfect. And I do think that's a really cool part uh, about watching this experience. Well, we got to jump into Leslie's date. Leslie has the one-on-one this week. Um, Leslie's wearing the short shorts, and she's pulling them off. Jess and I talked about it last night. Jess says she's got great legs. So, hey, good for her. She should be wearing what she's wearing. They go on a ATV uh, ride uh, through the Los Angeles desert. Um, looks like a ton of fun. Looks like a great experience. They're not really, they can't really talk to each other. So they're just cruising around for a bit. Um, but you know, Leslie has been a big character, uh, on this show since the beginning. Uh, she, uh, introduced herself as the sexy dancer. We saw her dance moves during, uh, the talent show. I think Gary is, is very interested in Leslie. Um, but I would love to also hear your thoughts on Leslie uh, after this date and kind of leading up to this date. What are your thoughts on on Leslie and kind of where does she sit maybe for you in terms of her connection with Gary? So, uh, uh, Nana, we'll start with you this time. I really like Leslie. And I like her um, willingness to be who she really is. She liked riding the ATV, she had her shorts on, she danced, she, she, she gave herself permission to be herself. Mm -hmm. So I liked her and I, and, um, and I think he liked her too, because yeah, she, she was herself. She was genuine. Nana, do you think that um, for Gary, Leslie is more of like a physical attraction or do you think that they can connect emotionally? Um, I think that if any of this is going to work, it's going to be connecting emotionally. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if there's a chance, I think they can. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you ever get on an ATV, Nana? Um, no, <laughs> no. I, I may have, you know, at some point, but not, I mean, I give her credit. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I would get one. Sure, that wouldn't be me. Yeah. It is, it is impressive to me. Uh, we've, we've talked about it every week so far, but you know, most people on the show right now are in their late sixties, early seventies. It's kind of the age range that we have. It's impressive. The amount of physical activity 
and also energy that everybody has to be up early in the morning, going to bed very late at night, and also throughout the whole day doing an activity of some kind, socializing maybe with their friends. Like it, it, it feels like it would be exhausting for me now. And I can't imagine now, you know, 40 years from, from this day, having that energy to keep going every day uh, on and on. I'm impressed. So Nana, are you impressed? with um the the physical uh aptitude that everybody on this show seems to have um yeah well you know what i see that in my in my life every day i you know the people that i hang with if you will that's how they are mm. they're physical they're active they're you know uh that's the way they live so, and I, and I admire that. So I think these women are great. Yeah. And, 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 you know, by doing this, I think it gives them, it gives them permission to be, to let themselves out. Mm. I think th that, that really gives them permission. And, and when you start letting yourself out, who knows what can happen? So, um, to dig into that a little bit, I'm, I'm curious. So do you feel like, because uh, I think it's such a beautiful thing, is to let, give yourself permission to let yourselves out, um, to live a little. So yeah. in your 70s, do you think men and women, maybe if, you know, take this show out of consideration, do you think they feel a pressure to not just let themselves free at times? Do you think they have some restrictions maybe in their everyday life that forces them to not just be able to let loose and have fun like they're able to on this show. Yes, I think they do. Mm. And I guess I can honestly say that I probably know some women who, you know, just don't have the ability to be who they really are for a lot of reasons. Yeah. That's a beautiful part of the show then. I mean, it's a side, kind of a side part of the show that we're able to witness a bunch of people uh, having a lot of fun and and being free during this whole experience, maybe for the first time in a while. I can't imagine what uh, that feels like. It, I think it's great. It's, it's, it's great. You're giving them permission. Mm. Well, it's my opinion. No, and I, I think you're right, and I think we see it. And, and I think we're seeing it with Leslie. Uh, you know, Leslie had mentioned to Gary that she'd been single for 22 years. Um, I do think there is something to this relationship. Uh, I don't know the depth that it will go, but I do think there is a connection there. And I do think Gary is very attracted to her, but I also think there, um, it, it, it feels like for whatever season of life Gary is going to be entering into, he is looking for somebody who can have fun with him, who can joke with him, who he's attracted to. And, and, and so far, Leslie matches all of those. Uh, we, I still feel like even after this date, personally um it didn't have the depth that we've seen on other one-on-one -on -one dates that he's had this season yeah uh i don't think i can leave it being like their their depth that they got to so easily um feels like one that could propel them into a future together but i still think there's something there do you guys agree i do yeah i think um the one thing that's always been confusing me about the show is the amount of time you get with the person I know that I've talked to you a lot about that too, Ben. So I feel like a lot of it, like, I feel like it, 
you just have to have more time to make those deep connections. So if Leslie's there longer than they, they definitely could. Um, also I'm at work. I have a client here. I just wanted to get you guys going, but Nana and Ben, I know that you guys are going to have a great rest of your conversation. I just have to sign off. Okay. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Love y'all. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, uh, Nana, we, we do have a few people who are on the injured reserve uh, coming into the end of the episode, the cocktail party. Nancy has a, a bum leg. She got a stress fracture playing pickleball. We didn't see it. Maybe I missed it, but like it kind of came out of nowhere for me. And then Nancy's yeah. going to go home because of it. That's too bad. But I, I, I'm not shocked. I don't know if Nancy... Um, wanted to be there necessarily much longer it felt like she was kind of like having fun and into the experience but it never felt like nancy really like dove into a connection with gary well she said it. i mean she's what she said is that she doesn't feel like he's she's part of the people he's interested in mm -hmm. she, you know i didn't get the impression she was going home because of her leg i got the impression that she just didn't feel comfortable there. She didn't feel comfortable with the whole situation. Yeah. And she didn't feel that she real that he really made a connection with her. And he agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He did agree. I think I think she was probably going home that evening. And so, you know, from my experience in the show, it's always nice to have when somebody doesn't feel it, it's nice to have that kind of closing conversation. Because if not, you're just kind of not giving them a rose and they're going home, they're getting in a car and they're oh, gone. Yeah. So it is nice to kind of have that closure of, hey, this is great. I think you're great. But we're not clicking like we know we should be. And I, I'm just going to go home. Uh, and, and so I'm not surprised by Nancy's departure. Uh, in fact, I, I, I do think it made it a little easier on Gary at the end of the evening. Oh, yeah. So that he didn't have to let go of three women. Instead, he only had to do two at the rose ceremony. Um, Sandra's sick. Yeah, as she mentioned, kind of in uh, in just just uh, as she ate the ice cream, she said, "Hey, um, mm -hmm. I shouldn't have this ice cream because I'm not going to feel good." And sure enough, uh, we see her laying in bed, um, just kind of sulking in her, you know, lactose right. intolerant miseries, which is never fun for anybody, and probably not something you want to have as you're also trying to date on a national television show. That's just true. You know. Um, well, the rose ceremony, the cocktail party kind of continues. The only part about the cocktail party that I really believe is worth speaking of is the conversation with Ellen. We talked about Ellen earlier on. She was very open about her feelings. I believe them. I can see it in her eyes. There is a sparkle. There is an excitement. And uh, she kind of continues that conversation that she had earlier uh, with Gary into then this evening. And Gary responds with uh, pretty much telling her, without telling her, Hey, I'm feeling the same way you are. And mm -hmm. he makes this comment, Nana. He says um, he thought uh, the world ended when he lost uh, his his late wife, Tony. But he has that feeling again. It's the it's what we got in the sneak peek at the beginning. Um, as you see this scene, it's really the first time that we've seen this type of depth and um, emotion and uh, I guess just somebody you know, explaining how much they're feeling for each other on this show so far. Uh, how does it make you feel? I felt great. Mm. I, I felt like it was so sincere and so genuine. Um, and, and I could see where it could just 
bring up all those feelings. I I, I thought it was beautiful. I, I I thought it was beautiful. I really did. I felt again like he was. They're really into each other. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I got a lot of texts last night from people who are watching the episode, and I think this this moment is a moment that so many viewers have been waiting for, where they yeah. feel like, hey, this could work. This is really good. Because I think viewers have been convinced since early on in this season that there's a, there's a genuineness, um, that there is a desire to find somebody. But also, as you were you know explaining, there's also viewers are enjoying seeing people kind of thrive in this environment and seeing how people in their 60s and 70s get along when they live inside of a mansion. But I think most a lot of viewers were waiting for this kind of break point where now we're seeing you know real feelings start to get uh, said. Uh, I will say this with a caveat though, Nana. I think opening up this door for Gary. Uh, as he starts to feel these things and starts to express these things is only going to make this experience a lot harder for him. I don't think he's ready personally for the amount of feelings and emotions he's about to get uh, as the season continues. And that may be, that's important. Is he ready? I mean, and I don't know. It hasn't been that long, right? As I remember that he lost his wife. I think it's seven years. Um, so it's seven years, but I think that's seven years of pretty much not dating. And so, you know, that's it's seven years of not having these feelings. And now he might be feeling, as we see on most seasons, he might have these same feelings for multiple people. And he's going to end up having to say goodbye to people that he deeply cares about. That And, and he's not used to feeling this way. Uh, it's yeah. been 47 years, you know, since he met his his wife. And so 47 years of not kind of having these these love feelings. And uh, and I think it's going to make it really hard on him as we continue on. I think that's a great point. I didn't I didn't think of it that way. But yeah, I, I, you know, how, how do you how do you interpret everything that's going on inside of you? Is this really what I feel or is it do I miss my wife or, you know, I think I agree with you, Ben. I think it's going to be hotter and hotter. Yeah. Which as a viewer, um, I'm excited for. But if I'm Gary uh, and I'm thinking about Gary, I'm sad for because I think it's going to be a really hard road to the happiness that he's hoping for at the end. And we hope that he finds that happiness. As a viewer, I am, um, I am excited to see what emotions and what feelings come out now from this point forward because i think they're going to be very real for everybody and i think they're going to be very believable for us as the audience and i and i think we're going to be kind of on the edge of our seat wondering how in the world is he going to say goodbye to one of these people because yeah. i know he cares about so them all so much yes and it's a real it's a real growth process for him it's a real moving forward time for him and it's going to be painful you know uh, there's things he has to let go of and hang on to. So I think it will be difficult, but I think it's good. Yeah. It's healthy, right? You would say it's, it's healthy. Very healthy. It's helping him to get some closure in his life and to resolve some of the grief and, and getting permission. I think that's the biggest thing. He's got permission 
to move forward. That's beautiful. Yeah. Permission to move forward. We're going to see it with our own eyes as we continue to watch this season. But as this, as this episode ended, Ellen, Faith, Susan, and Teresa are left along with Sandra uh, and Leslie, who got the roses during the episode. Kathy and April are going home. I'm not shocked or surprised. Uh, Nana, were you shocked or surprised by the two eliminations this week? No. No, it's it's right. kind of the way we. I figured it would go. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, I was happy about Sandra. Yeah. I think she's a real genuine person, you know, and I think he sees her as that, as a real genuine person, not necessarily somebody he's going to fall in love with, but just a real yeah. genuine person. Yeah. I want to see and more I, from her. I like, I think you're right. Like she comes off very genuine. We Jess and I love watching her on television. I think she yeah. has this calm demeanor about her and she's, She's very, you know, a very prevalent person on the show, but we haven't gotten um, enough. I want to know a little more. I want to see yeah, the two of them yeah. together now. I mean, he used the word empathy when he talked about her. Yeah. And you, and you could see that she's a very empathetic person, you know. I, I am a little, you know, and you brought up a good point about her. I think when he gave her the rose, you know, he he mentioned that she gave a big sacrifice to stay and be on that show. Um, I would have, you know, I think that's great, and I think he really means that. But yet, we haven't necessarily seen seen him say, "And I just want her around because I just I I, I can't get enough of her." You know, like I just need her around. Like I think he gave her the rose because he's like, "You're awesome. I'm into yes. you." But. You also gave up a big sacrifice. So in a sense, I kind of feel like I want to give you this gift for doing this. But it wasn't necessarily saying I want to give you this rose because I just can't think of you not being here any longer. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, he's getting attached to people yeah. at different levels than falling in love with them. I think he's getting attached to people emotionally at this point. Mm -hmm. Not that it's necessarily he's in love with them and maybe he's working towards that, but he's, he's emotionally attached to the women and he really likes them all. Mm -hmm. And that, as we mentioned, that's not going to get any easier. Every week that goes by, his emotions are going to continue to heighten. His connections are going to continue to grow and the women's connections are going to continue. Oh to grow. yeah. It's going to be a very interesting dynamic as this season continues. Well, in the sneak peeks, we we see what we've been seeing for multiple weeks. Gary is um, having a very difficult time uh, processing a lot of these feelings, but we also see a lot of good connections and him being very happy. Mm -hmm. And so we don't get a lot from the sneak peeks, but we will be tuning in every week and breaking it down here on the Almost Famous Podcast today. We want to give a very special thank you to Nana, uh, Jessica's grandma, for coming on, uh, walking us through this. She absolutely crushed it. It's a big deal. Uh, when you come on and over 50,000 people are going to listen to your voice now over the next oh week. Um, and, uh, and you did it so it's well. People, it's my kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. They, uh, they're going to be your biggest fans. Nana, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate it. And you, you did great. Oh, thank you, Ben. You're the best. Um, <laughs> With that, this has been another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. Until next week when we'll be breaking down Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor Headlines, more Golden Bachelor. I've been Ben. We'll talk to you soon.
Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 Wall Supplies Last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 